right. So guys, welcome. My name is Coach Kayla and this is kind of a, a visual podcast. This is Nutrition and Fitness Made Simple with me, Coach Kayla. And today we have the awesome, amazing Trina Wiggins joining us. I'm going to let her give a little bit of background um, as to who she is and as to why she's so awesome. But I want everybody to real quick look in the corner of her screen and I need you to see that she has a book. It's called Kiss, right? Um, and it's Keep It Simple. Yeah, keep it short and simple for yeah. a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Keep it short and simple for a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Awesome. Well, Dr. Trina, go ahead, sis. Give us a little bit of info about who you are um, and why you're awesome. <laughs> well, um, I am a pediatrician and I am a wellness coach. I am a fitness competitor, mother, grandmother, professional speaker, and now author of the book, KISS, Keep It Short and Simple for a Healthy, Sustainable Lifestyle. So my journey uh, basically started back in 1974. Mm -hmm. And it kind of started on an unfortunate note. My dad was diagnosed with a terminal illness. Um, I was like 13 years of age. And um, he was diagnosed at age 34. My mom at that point became relentless mm -hmm. at trying to use food as medicine to help heal my dad. So I watched her juice fruits, vegetables. And back in the seventies, we grew wheatgrass in our backyard. And my mother <laughs> bought a wheatgrass machine and was juicing wheatgrass. So I was, I was, you know, soaking all this stuff up at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, and my dad ended up living an additional four years. Wow. Um, it's much longer than they had um, thought originally. So she planted those those seeds of health and wellness at me at a, in a young age. Mm -hmm. and fast forward, I'm in 1976. I was a junior in high school and we had career week and I decided to work with the neurosurgeon. Mm -hmm. So I followed him, I shadowed him, even got to watch brain surgery. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm interested in this medical thing. Um, Went to college, went to Stanford back in 78 and hooked wow. up with just a wonderful African-American physician mentor, Dr. Woodrow Myers, um, who in fact just ran for the governor of Indiana, lost by a little bit, but wow. just a fabulous guy who helped me navigate the pre-med medical, you know, um, journey. So those were the, the three things that really got me going and interested in medicine. So wow. fast forward, I get to medicine um, in St. Louis, Missouri. I went to Washington University School of Medicine and um, I'm like, oh my God, this is really, really, really time consuming. How I'm going to work out and not let my career sabotage my health. So mm -hmm. the first thing I decided, I bought myself a stationary bike. Okay. And I said, 20 minutes every morning before I go to class, I'm going to read my notes uh -huh. and ride my bike. And so that's what really kind of got me through those, you know, those years. Um, the second part of my journey is the fitness side. Mm -hmm. And that started back in 1972. So I was 11 years old and I was lacing my tennis shoes up, getting ready to go play <laughs> kickboy, kickball. I was okay. a tomboy. Kickball with the kids on 63rd Street. And I looked out the corner of my eye. The television was on. It was a 72 Olympics, and there she was, Olga Corbett. I'm like, ah. I saw her do this back, no-handed backflip on the balance beam, 
I was mesmerized at that point. I remember yelling to my mom, come down here, mom, come watch this girl, come watch this. Cause I had never seen it before. Uh-huh. Mother runs down the stairs, come down. And we watched the entire Olympics that day. Wow. And I said, I want to do that. So that day, you know, back then there was no computer. I looked in my phone book, looking for a gymnastics facility in <laughs> Oakland, California. And there was none. So I said, mom, take me to the library. She took me to the library. I checked out 13 phone books. Yeah. Looking for gymnastics in my area. Found a place in Walnut Creek, California. Hooked. Started doing gymnastics. Did it in high school. Competed for Stanford. And um, just loved it. But then fast forward, 21 years later, at the age of 42, we were here in Vegas. My Uh sister came to visit because she was looking for a venue for her wedding. Mm-hmm. And we found, um, we're at the Rio, and we saw the big marquee that said, Miss Fitness USA. Ooh, we okay. Check it out. She challenged me at that moment. Trina, can you do this? And I've been doing it, this has been 17 years, and I'm still doing it. So, so gymnastics, gymnastics is your thing. That's kind of yeah. your, I don't want to say your claim to fame, but gymnastics is your, your, your fitness tie, right? Yeah, that's my fitness tie. Correct. Awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I see Cheryl D is joining us. Hey, Cheryl. I see T- Tamisa Sheen. And thank you, Tamisha, for letting us know that you could see us and hear us and all that good <laughs> stuff. So guys, welcome to the live uh, podcast uh, slash YouTube video, whatever, um, for nutrition and fitness made simple. So again, today, Today we have Dr. Trina Wiggins joining us, and the the um, subject for today is she's a boss, right? She's a she's a boss lady. She's got she's a career lady. She's a you know a super mom, busy, super successful, amazing woman. Um, but I mean, you can see like her collarbones from her neck to her shoulders. Sister girl is still in shape right? She's still in shape. She's looking amazing. Um, she is a, a health expert um, and she is a actual, for real, outside of just health expert, she's a pediatrician, you know, so she's been in the medical field, understands the drug and understands all of that good stuff. And so we're going to talk uh, a lot about, today's going to be about her journey, you know, so we're going to talk about how she was able to be, again, a busy mom, you know, busy career woman, and still maintain a bomb body because a lot of times those are our issues. You know, we always make these complaints about being too busy, about having kids, about, you know, being focused on our career. But here we have a woman that is our woman, you know, that is able to do all of the above and still maintain her health, her fitness, and her wellness. So again, Dr. Trina, thank you, sister girl, for for joining the the uh, podcast today, um, and I want to chat, right? I want to see, like, tell me, tell me your fitness journey through the decades, right? So I don't know if you know, but um, uh, Dr. Trina, she's not 33 like me, but she looks like it. She may look 35, right? She looks 35, <laughs> but <laughs> Dr. Trina, how old are you? First, 59. 59, y'all. Dr. Trina is 59 years old, right? Again, she looks 35, but (laughs) since the girl is 59 years old. So I want to chat about kind of fitness through the decades, which is super interesting for me because um, A, the journey is always different depending on what year and what phase of your life that you're in. Um, But I also want to talk about how she was successful at different times in her life, whether she was career focused, whether she was mom focused, whatever, but it it doesn't matter. Like her, her, she was 
was able to maintain her body as her health. So uh, Dr. Trina, tell us about yes. your, let's start with the 30s, right? So yes. kind of, you know, rewind, let's hit our, our 30s and say like, why and how were you able to maintain, uh, um, what were you doing, you know, in terms of your life? And then how could we uh, maintain a good, uh, healthy and active body? So yes, yeah, so starting with the 30s, um, I had just finished um, medical school. Um, I had twins at the age of 33. Nice. And so, you know, like I said, when I was in medical school and residency and internship, I would do my bike, right? 20 minutes faithfully every morning. Well, then the twins came along and that put a little bit of extra spice to the whole situation. Um, I, when they were really young, I still had that bike. I remember vividly um, putting the bike next to my bed. Yeah. Putting one in the infant carrier. I had breast milk in the bottle. The other <laughs> one I had on my boob, right? And I would ride the bike, breastfeeding and feeding the other child. So wow. I said, you know, but, but the, the, the point of that story is you have to get it in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I took advantage, obviously, when they had nap time, um, other things I did. My husband and I loved to hike. And we used to live in Arizona. Um, they had some phenomenal hiking trails, Squaw Peak, Camelback. So we would take time to power walk mm -hmm. uh, up those up those trails, up the mountains. Um, and my whole philosophy, especially when I had the twins, is to do short bursts of activity scattered throughout the day. Because okay. no one really has the time, especially in our chaotic and busy world today, to spend an entire hour nonstop doing your activity. So yeah. I, I used to tell people in my practice, my prescription is 10 minutes, three times a day, 15 minutes, twice a day and get it in. And tip, typically what I have found is that when you do it in short bursts, you're more apt to do, be more um, intense because you can see the end or the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh -huh. <laughs> when you have a whole hour, I see people pacing themselves. They start off kind of sluggish and slow. Mm -hmm. So it's a mindset. So I like short bursts of activity sprinkled or scattered throughout the day. Okay. So wow, like in, in your 30s, you had twins and you gave me a, a, a picture, right? Your picture was you've got one, one twin on the boob, another yep. twin on the bottle, and you're you're pedaling away on yes. the bike. Like yep. <laughs> yeah. how, how did you, how did you, what made you think of that as a mom, right? And, and then how did you continue that? How did you keep that, that habit? Because, you know, I just had to, I literally had to sit down and brainstorm. Mm. How am I going to continue being active without letting my kids or my career sabotage my health? Wow. I, but you have to, it has to be deliberate. Yeah. It was, it was an intentional process. Another thing talking about, intentionality is, you know, I've had knee surgery from gymnastics mm -hmm. and I had one knee surgery from fitness and I'm sitting here, how I'm going to maintain my fitness when I can't walk? Mm. What am I going to do? So once again, I sat there and, and had some intentional thinking. I saw, I have, I bought a rowing machine and I said, Hmm. Then I saw my kid's skateboard over there. I said, Hmm. So I put my bum leg on the skateboard and uh -huh. let it go for the ride. And I rode. So I was able to get my fitness in. Thanks. 
but it took some intentional thinking. Right, right, and being creative. Um, yeah. I, I run an online, so if you guys don't know, I'm an online personal trainer and nutrition coach, right? I run a company called Design Your Body Academy. Yes. <laughs> Right? And so my, it's my motto and my true belief that you can truly design your body into the body that God intended for you to have, right? Um, and so in one of the programs that I run, it's a, it's a 12-week fitness challenge, okay? Um, next program starts in uh, January, so be looking out. Um, but <laughs> so the ladies in the program, they would often ask, okay, well, coach, you know, I've got a knee problem or I've got an ankle problem. You know, how can I modify this exercise to help me out? You know, and a lot of times it's the answer is super simple, right? But we're not thinking about, okay, how, um, you know, we're not thinking about being creative, you know? Right. So one was, all right, one of my ladies, she um, had a issue with her toe, right? Where she didn't have a lot of, of ability to, to dorsiflex, right? Or plantar flex um, right. for that matter. And so the exercise was mountain climbers. And she's just like, Coach Kayla, like, how can I do a mountain climb? Like, I need help with this. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. Instead of laying flat on the ground in that push-up plank position, how about we put, we elevate. How about we put our hands on the couch, right? And if that doesn't give you enough kind of space or, or um, flexibility in that, that joint, how about we put our hands on the wall and still do the same exercise, you know? Yeah. So her mind was just like, her eyes were like, wow, that makes sense, you know? So like you're saying, a lot of times it's about being intentional, but also being creative and kind of yes. thinking through the process yourself. Yes. Um, Dr. Trainer, I wrote down what you said because I, I thought it was great. I might borrow that from you. You said you don't, you, you have to be fit and active without letting your career or your kids sabotage your health. Absolutely. In order to, in order to you know, be there for your kids 100%, and be there for your career 100%, you have to take care of yourself first. And you can't let yourself go. And that's why, that's why I think it's, it's beneficial to do things in short bursts throughout the day. And if you mm -hmm. start with a short burst in the morning, you're more apt to continue it versus, I mean, it, it, it's even like drinking water. I have to right. make myself drink, start drinking water in the morning. If I don't, and it's two o'clock, I haven't, I'm like, then it's less likely you'll get it in. So it's just mm -hmm. even if you start with 10 or 15 minutes in the morning, whatever it may be, I think that's very important. Now, and I think those are some of the premises of your book. Guys, she's got a book, um, Keep It Short and Simple. Did I say that right? Yes. 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 Okay, yes. <laughs> keep It Short and Simple. And that, that sounds like some of the premises in your book. So tell me a little bit about Keep It Short and Simple. Yes. Yeah, so even with, like I said, in the um, fitness um, portion of the book, we talk about ways that I've used to keep it short and simple. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love. Um, it's a program called the 10, 20, 30 method. Okay. And you can um, apply that to walking, jogging, biking, rowing, whatever it is. And mm -hmm. so for 30 seconds, you do whatever activity at a moderate pace. Then for 20 yeah. seconds, you pick it up a notch. Then for the last 10 seconds, you go to 90% capacity as fast as you can. And you repeat that cycle five times, take a two minute rest and do it again for five times. That's 10 minutes right there. And okay. by varying that intensity like that, that breaks up the monotony. And then you, when you look, it's, oh my God, 10 minutes is done. And then say, so if you do that two more times, you have done 30 minutes of activity that day yeah. And the American Council of Exercise, we know, recommends 150 minutes 
you know, in a week of activity. Uh And so that's one thing. I love the seven minute app and it's one of the most popular apps, obviously in over a hundred countries. And why? Because it's short and simple. And, And what I like about it, it combines cardio with strength training. So mm-hmm. you're getting it all in once. You know, we're so busy. It's all about trying to, how can we kill two birds with one stone? How can we get it all in? So I love it because like it's 12 exercises, 30 seconds of whatever exercise, whether it's, you know, holding a plank, wall sits, jumping jacks, and then it's 10 second rest. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, right? Or you can do it. I, sometimes I do it back to back. And then I, I say, that's 14 minutes. If you don't have seven to 14 minutes, something is dreadfully wrong. Right. So I, I, you know, I love that. I love doing stairs. Now, I, I, I know a lot of people have stairs in their home. Uh-huh. That's such a, a wonderful piece of workout equipment. Yes. And you can put your music on, go up and down. You can do um, kickbacks. You can, you know, jump from one step to the next. Yeah. You can do push-ups on the stairs. I mean, it's endless. Uh-huh. So, and I just tell people, if you have stairs at home, use them. You know, it, they're, they're just so, um, so nice. And then also I like doing dance and incorporating calisthenics. Yes. And the reason why I like that, um, as we age, um, there's, there's been a, there was a study done in New England Journal of Medicine back in 2003 mm-hmm. that looked at a group of seniors. And they had these seniors dance for five years. And what they find at the end of the study that these seniors had less dementia and less cognitive decline. So why not get the mental benefits from the dance and get the physical from the calisthenics yeah. all in one? And yeah. so I, you know, I did a, um, what do you call it? A, for my, my 35th reunion from college, I, I led a, like a, a workout for like five minutes and we, I incorporated the dance, we had the calisthenics and it was just a lot of fun. So, um, you know, why not try to kill two birds with one stone? Working on the mind, working on the physics, physical activity. Keep it short and simple. I love it. I love it. Because like you said, we don't always have that the hour or sometimes we can't even focus for that long, (laughs) you know, on our own health or fitness. Um, So in your 30s, we talked about um, how, you know, new mother um, still in, you know, in in, you're finished with med school, but you were. Yeah, I just think I know medical school, right. Mm-hmm. So now let's move in into your 40s. Okay. So we're climbing yes. up. So what first, what was the difference between your act or your ability to be active, your mindset towards being active and healthy between your 30s and your 40s? Well, you know, I you know, I always had the mindset to, to remain healthy. But when we mm-hmm. when I at 42, we went to that Miss Fitness USA um, competition. Yeah. In my mindset changed again. Okay. Prior to that, I said, okay, I was doing enough to maintain my, my health, but now it's been taken to a different level. I, I came home after that event at the Rio. I wonder if I can still do the splits. I wonder if I can still do the cartwheel. <laughs> so I'm sitting here, you know, practicing around in my house. I kind of, you know, hemmed and hummed for a year, but then I got serious. I started, um, you know, I went to a gymnastics facility I, you know, start doing cartwheels and back handsprings and handstands. You know, it was a little timid at first. I said, ooh, I'm 42. But I said, you know, it's like riding a bike. I can, you know, pick up this again. Mm -hmm. I had to, you know, come up with a speech in the evening gown, do the swimsuit part. So I finally got it together, finally start competing. 
And what I've noticed that I developed another purpose. Okay. Mm -hmm. I had a purpose for staying healthy, for staying fit, but now I had a different purpose. It was almost, I love to inspire others to main, to, to get their fitness on and to maintain their fitness. And I found that with competing, I've inspired a lot of people. And, um, for in fact, I had a woman I met at the YMCA um, and she was like, well, I'm kind of sick of doing the same old treadmill, bike. I said, what did you used to do in, um, in high school? I said, you do anything? She was, I used to run track. So she started competing fast forward in the senior Olympics in track. So now <laughs> she, cool. she, she has another purpose, you yeah. know, and, and, and having another sport or something to do is a great tool to relieve anxiety and stress, especially in these, in the, during this pandemic and our chaotic world, mm-hmm. because you go into a different zone. Um, I love competing in fitness or doing my routine, whether it's in Seniors Got Talent or whatever it is, because it gives me another purpose. Wow. So let's, let's backtrack, right? So in your forties yeah. is when you started being a fitness competitor. Yes. Right. That's amazing. So it's, first of all, guys, if you don't know what a fitness competitor is, if we look into the the world of bodybuilding, which is the umbrella, right? You have your bikini, you have your figure, you have your physique, your classic physique, and then you have your your bodybuilding, right? Um, And then also you have your fitness. So the fitness competitors um, in the umbrella of bodybuilding are the ones that go on stage, they're still in their bikini or whatever else, and they do a, a fitness routine, something that is cool, it could be to music, you know, where you're doing something, showing all of your rippling muscles, but in an athletic and, and very kind of smooth flowing and doing cool splits and jerks and all this kind of fun <laughs> stuff, right? So right. you started competing in your 40s, which is amazing. Yeah. And what my, my question to you is, um, I know you, just like I have, have heard of a lot of people in their 40s that talk about, I'm too old. No, that is definitely not the case. <laughs> you know what? I just, I set myself on a plan. I said, okay, I want to be able to have strength in my routine, flexibility, and dance. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, put those into different compartments and I worked on them in small segments. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing that was overwhelming. I said, I'm going to relearn my backhand screen. I'm going to relearn my handstands. Two things. Mm-hmm. And how did I get to that? Every day, I would say most days, I would practice it. And it was very deliberate. Mm-hmm. I said I would have to do five to 10 in a row without messing up. If you mess up, you got to start over. over. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, and because and and I don't, my thing is, I don't want to, I want to compete knowing that I got this. Right. There's, there's, there's less room for error. So I just, I, you know, I, I, my, my, my routine consisted of me, you know, like I said, I did dynamic stretching uh-huh. and I did my stretching for my specific moves I were doing right. and I would do those moves. Okay. That would be a session. And now here's one important thing I want to say, as you age through the decades, flexibility becomes huge. Yes. In my twenties and thirties, I could just do stretching for five or 10 minutes and go about my business. Right. No, right. as you age, the amount of stretching is time increases. Yes. <laughs> and I, I, um, I read Tom Brady's book called The TB Method. T is okay. in Tom, T is in Brady. And he talks about the importance of, of the, your, your, the pliability of your muscles, okay? Mm-hmm. 
the pliability of your fascia. Because if you're flexible, you will less likely be injured. And let's, let's face it, as yeah. we get older, there's more of a propensity to be injured in what you do. But if you're, stre if you're stretching and staying flexible, it decreases your chance of being injured. So right. here's one thing that I want to say. It was, um, I'm trying to think of the um, pain prevents physical activity. Yes, or, that is the absolute truth. Right? So, <laughs> and guess what? Then what happens is you're not, you're not able to be consistently consistent with, mm -hmm. your, with your training. You're like, start, stop, start, stop. And you never go anywhere. Right. So the key thing is you need to be able to um, really understand your body, can sense when it's a little more sore than usual. And if that's the case. And adjust. You got to adjust. You got to mm -hmm. make modifications. Yeah. Because sometimes people go overboard. Then they're like, oh, my God, I did way too much. And um, I just think that being in tune with your body. Yes. Now, so when you, my, my, I want to, I want to hit on how, again, like the fact that in your forties, um, you are still doing back handsprings and all this kind of crazy stuff. So yeah. how can, what is something that you can say to someone who might be 48, right? Like Tamisha shouting out like, Hey, how about 48 year olds yeah. <laughs> or someone in their forties that, you know, may feel that, Hey, exercise is too hard. I'm too old to start. Like how, what would you say to someone that comes to you in their forties and says, exercise is too hard. I'm too old to start. No, it's, like I said, it's, 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 everyone has to maintain some level of fitness. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Like it, some, it's a spectrum, right? And mm -hmm. everybody's unique and every, your fitness is not mine or my sister's fitness. Yeah. But like I said, you have to start small. Like the, like the small digestible pieces. Even if you do 10 minutes of dance in the morning, as soon as you wake up, before you go grab that coffee or whatever you're going to do, grab your phone, put the seven-minute app on and do it. Right. And even if okay. you cannot do, you know, push-ups for 30 seconds, so what? Do, t do five and uh -huh. then take a break and do another five uh -huh. and just build upon that. And maybe you need a, an accountability partner, someone who would, you know, work out with you, even via Zoom, even, you know, online. Uh -huh. And someone who will hold you accountable, yes, <laughs> like you, and um, yes, to hold you accountable. And um, that's the key thing, small digestible pieces and flexibility, stretching mm -hmm. every day. Yes. And, and here's, here's a hack. Put, I, I love using a stretch out strap. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, I put it in front of my TV in my living room and in my bed in my bedroom. So when you're just sitting there doing nothing, stretch. Do something. Yes. Do always something. do something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Now, fast forwarding to um, the 50s, we went through 30s, you know, so in your 30s, busy mom, you know, yeah. career woman, 40s, started competing on top of being a busy mom. You know, you had 10-year-olds now yes. um, who were active in all of their sports and yes. all of their stuff, and you're still, you know, operating as, um, as a pediatrician. So in your 50s, right, yeah. um, then we really have a lot, a lot more 
uh, inability to move sets in in the 50s. Right, 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 right. right. So whether it be from pain, like you said, you know, yes. pain prevents physical activity like that. That's so true. You know, right. whether it be from pain, whether it be from just being sedentary too long in the body, almost fighting people, you know, who right. want to get started. Um, so tell me the difference between your journey in your 40s and your journey in your 50s where you are now. Oh, it it, once again, it goes back to it goes back to flexibility. I remember when I was in my 40s, I started start, first started the fitness competitions. Uh-huh. It would I could I could stretch for 10 to 15 minutes. That was in my 40s. Now it's 15 to 30 minutes. Uh-huh. And it I'm telling you, it and one thing I've added in my 50s is when I stretch, I do it in the shower. And I do it in a hot shower. And yeah. I and I, I invested in a steam unit for my home. Very so nice. so what I do is I put my aromatherapy in there and mm-hmm. I I do all my stretches. And I'm telling you, it loosens the muscles up and it makes you get a deeper stretch. And that actually I do that now before I work out, especially before I train my fitness routine. So if I don't have time to get in the shower and steam and stretch, I'm not doing the routine because that just puts you too much at risk for pulling Absolutely. something or injury. So that's one thing I've added to my um, regimen is stretching in the steam shower. In the, in the shower. Now what, you said aromatherapy, what type of oils do you use in your shower? Oh, I, I love lavender, eucalyptus, clove, ginger. Yes, nice. I have a okay. array in there. And before I go do my routine, I get in there and I do my stretches. Then I get out of there after I've stretched in the shower or steam, uh-huh. I stretch you know, dynamically. And then I do my specific static stretches for the, the routine. Mm-hmm. And I also love my teeter. I forgot to mention my teeter table. And um, cause that stretches my back, yeah. my neck, my legs. It's just, it's very relaxing. For you guys that may not know what a teeter table is, it's um, imagine it's a table that's kind of like on a, I don't want to say on a teeter. Yeah, you can strap your feet in and you can kind of ele- elevate your feet where you can kind of hang down and stretch out your body, stretch out your spine, just kind yeah. of hang in a different position. Um, so I think it, it's 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 interesting how you focus on flexibility, right? Yes, that's, so, that's, I'm telling you, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. So and- how does flexibility um, act, change your body? How does flexibility change or assist in your physique? Because your body is banging, you know, and so the people want to know. <laughs> well, you know what, like I said, it, it, it helps with everyday life activities where mm-hmm. you go pick, you know, drop, you know, bend over to pick up something. I was at my reunion, um, something, somebody's phone dropped. Okay. My uh-huh. classmate, we're the same age. We both bend to pick it up. He gets up. Oh my God. It just allows you to do everyday things. Yeah. yeah. With, I mean, people don't realize getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, just moving requires flexibility right and as we age with whether it's with injury poor posture or whatever it is uh over time that fascia gets stuck like glue-like adhesions Uh and in order to keep you need to keep your fascia healthy if you want to to be flexible right? right so drinking a lot of enough water and stretching and what tom brady recommended in his book is foam rolling Oh, and, yeah. Oh, the benefits of foam rolling to mm-hmm. help some of those kinks out and help with flexibility. So I highly recommend that 
And I incorporate that as well. And I like the, the Hyper Ice, vi it's a vibrating foam roller. So it's doing, <laughs> it's doing, it's really getting those kinks out with flexibility, yes. Guys, if you don't have a foam roller, get one. I'm trying to see, I think, yep, mine is right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You can get um, super expensive foam rollers or you can get them super cheap. Um, you can get them at, from five below, right? That's where I've got a few of mine. Um, I have some that are more, um, I want to say durable, but more dense than others. And some that have knuckles that can really get into different areas of my body. But you can right. do foam rolling full body. That helps move the lymph. That helps, of course, increase blood flow to the tissue. You know, yeah. it, it, it increases flexibility uh, and also injury prevention I'm, I'm doing a oh, phone yes. program with one of my clients who had a back injury you know yeah. and we're really helping chiropractors couldn't figure it out <laughs> besides yeah. therapists couldn't figure out what the issue was but i'm just like let's foam roll it let's see if that helps um so foam rolling is amazing it's key so I, now i want to i want to get back to your exercise habits yes right so yeah. um tell me kind of give me 30s in your 30s what were your exercise habits in your 40s what were the exercise habits you know how did they change how did they differ and then same thing for 50s so 30s 40s and 50s exercise habits yeah so in my 30s i did like i said we did a lot of hiking a lot uh -huh. of outdoor activities okay um hiking and biking um once i got in my 40s i i, I did um we invested in some more stationary equipment um like you know rowing machine because i had my knee thing going on um, stair climber, bike, um, elliptical. So that was that. But when I got in my fifties, I said, you know what, let's start mixing this up. And that's when I started reading the studies about the dance and how it helps with your, with your mental. Um, uh -huh. so I started doing, um, dancing with the calisthenics. Okay. okay. Um, started doing the, the more of the, the, the seven minute, 10 minute, you know, three times a day, 15 minutes, twice a day, but dance and music and, calisthenics and one thing i have knee issues i've had three knee surgeries so some days my knees are stiffer than others i love chair aerobics some days when it's it's really bothersome i'll put on the casper slide the cupid shuffle and i'm <laughs> i'm working it in a chair and uh -huh. i'm adding the, you know push-ups tricep dips whatever i can do in the chair but mm -hmm. i'm keeping it moving you know despite the knee so like once again being creative yeah right and um finding ways to get it in. So, like I said, the chair aerobics, mm -hmm. the, the calisthenics and dance are, are key things that I've added in my 50s that kind of mixes it up, but still gives me um, activity. Right. So there you go, guys. If, if you are in your, your 50s, start adding some chair aerobics. You know, and I know there are a ton of videos on YouTube that you can look up um, uh, when it comes to what different types of exercises to do. And yeah. Dr. Trina's right. Like, be creative. Don't just be boring because then it becomes a chore. Then it becomes something that you have to do. Um, yes. When you put yourself under that restriction of what you have to do, you put yourself in a predicament where you don't really want to and usually wants win out, especially especially when we're adults and we have control over our own lives, you know? Um, so that makes it without exercise being fun, that makes it really hard to maintain. So you've got to find some type of thing that you can kind of um, dive into to really pull you into it. Um, now you mentioned uh, in another conversation we had about your hook to exercise. That's what I'm going to call it, right? So transitioning through. So your hook to exercise sounds like it's always been some type of sport. 
right? Yeah. Some type of competition. So tell me, like, how does your love of competition or, you know, sport or, or something, how does that really keep you motivated through through the decades? Well, Hi, you know, so, <laughs> so with, with, with sport, what I found, you know, even over the past 10 years or so is it inspires others. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's huge whether I'm inspiring my pediatric patients to, to get into sport and yep. to be fit to their parents, uh, to people I've met at competitions or at the gym, they'll say, well, by God, if, you, if you're 50 something, I can definitely do something at my age. So mm-hmm. just, just inspiring and motivating others to get up and to do something. That, that to me, I mean, I, you know, it just makes me smile. Right. If I can get somebody else to, to get up and to become fit and to let them realize that age is not an age thing. It's not a number thing yes. and that they're fully capable. They just got to find that sport. And I tell them, mm-hmm. look, no, look, reach back into the past, find that thing that made you want to move your body irresistibly. I don't care if you were a cheerleader. I don't care if you played tetherball on the field, <laughs> find something that really got you going. And see if you can reignite that passion. Look on YouTube and look in different things. And, and I'm telling you, it's getting in your zone is, is wonderful. Mm-hmm. When I go in my garage and I know it's a day to train my routine, because I, I do a, a Tina Turner um, routine. And, I, awesome. I, 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 and, and it's great because it's almost like dressing up. You know, I have the costume and it's just you getting in the mindset and then yeah. you're being, and you're being active and healthy. So how fun, you know, how fun is that? So, and now I'm doing a tribute to Prince and, you know, I, it, and it's just fun. I, I found all this cool stuff to use for props. So it, it makes it fun. And it's all about being, having fun at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. I love your tie-in. Like, I love how you said, you know, go back into your youth. The thing that made you want to move when you were a kid, that's yeah. the thing that you can kind of use as, as an anchor, use as a starting point or a platform to get in this health and fitness. You know, um, I remember back when I was at Rock Solid Fitness and in Baltimore, I would train um, a lady. She was 74 at the time, right? Um, and when we started training, you know, couldn't stand up straight, sideways, head kind of forward, you know, not yeah, able yeah. to really be mobile. And of yeah. course, through through massage, through foam rolling, through our exercise and stretching, she would start to straighten up a little bit. It was great, you know. And then we got to the point where, all right, now we're incorporating. We're instead of on the bike, you know, now we're walking. You know, yeah. now we're we're walking with the bounce, you yeah. know. And yeah. then yeah. now we got a little bitty jog in there. So we, we would always add and add and add. And again, sis was seventy four years old, right? Yeah. And then when we hit, you know, her her seventy fifth birthday. What we did is I gave her a jump rope. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know, right? right? I gave the 74 year old woman a jump rope and sis started jumping a rope. She did 12 in a row. I will never what? forget it. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> she did 12 jump ropes in a row. And then when she stopped, she was just like, I haven't jumped rope since I was a little girl. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. 
And it was something that she really loved, you know, something that she really enjoyed as a kid. Um, and I think that's important, you know, being able to find the thing that we used to love to do, whether it was playing soccer or a tether ball, like you said, or hopscotch, finding that thing that we can keep going. You know, um, I've got some of my guys, they they love jump rope, you know, yeah. they don't really like the running portion of things. So they, they might, their cardio is a jump rope workout, you that's know? Right. So, and I, I think things like that really help people to, um, become consistent, right? Yes. Whether it's playing basketball. Yes. Get started, do something, move more, stretch first, and then yeah, yeah. move more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know, one thing I failed to mention, what I've added in my 50s are rejuvenation tools. Ah. We, talked about, we talked about the um, foam roller, but then I also like that um, I have the Hypervolt, um, Hyper Ice, Hypervolt, Massager, there's also a Theragun, um, um, keep a tennis ball in my car, in my house. So if I have a back, a little kink in my back, yeah. I put that ball on the back of the car seat. And they're like, what are people looking at? Yeah. What is she doing? Yeah. So having a tennis ball, access to that. Uh, one of those bed buddies. That oh, you what's can, that? If you can heat, put it in the microwave and it just warms oh, up. And so I, I that, I have a uh, shiatsu, that little back, um, um, it's like a little um, vibrator, but it feels like it feels like hands are really oh massaging. okay okay so like the words like balls right exactly exactly yeah. Um, yeah. what else do I use oh tons of Ziploc bags so I can ice if I need to <laughs> um, I do Epsom salt baths a lot they have mm -hmm. a great one with turmeric because we know turmeric is anti-inflammatory wow. is a turmeric uh, Epsom salt um, and also if you I don't know if you notice the commercial on TV. With Debbie Allen, the dancer, she's advertising for Volterran. It's a topical anti-inflammatory. When I went to visit my son, when he played basketball in Finland, it was over the counter. But it uh -huh. wasn't over the counter here, it was a prescription. Uh -huh. But now it's over the counter here. Wow. So I just saw it on advertising like two months ago. So, and then obviously, PO, I, you know, turmeric and ginger, great anti-inflammatory. So those are things that I've added in mm -hmm. my 50s that... Um, help the recovery time, speed it up. Yes. Because as we age, the recovery time from an injury mm -hmm. or um, some type of soreness, it gets a little bit longer. So right. those are some of the things that I use um, to help combat that. So when getting into recovery, because this is great, right? Um, we talked about, first we talked about um, how to prepare for exercise. You know, yes. you said you wouldn't even work out in your 50s before your steam shower and stretching in the shower and then getting out in the shower doing your thing and then doing some dynamic stretching and then you start your routine. So you stretch right. twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> first, you know, dynamic second, and then you start your exercise routine, right? right. Now let's, let's take it to after the exercise routine. Tell me, how do you cool down, you know, and then what are the recovery uh, tools that you put in place uh, after your exercise session? So after um, training, doing my, my training, I, I walk in my backyard and I, and I love it because I'm getting some vitamin D. I'm getting out of the house, especially during the sheltering in. Yeah. And, you know, again, my, my, my mind, time to clear if I want to meditate, but walking, getting uh -huh. some vitamin D and clearing my thoughts. Um, so I do that. And um, like I said, in front of the television, I'll put my stretch out strap mm -hmm. in front of there and just, you know, sit and kind of chill and do the, um, the, the stretch out strap. 
and and that's basically it. So mainly Trina, walking. Tell people what the strep, stretch out strap is if they might not know. So it is a, in fact, I have it right here. Oh, I'm going to grab it. We're going to get an inside view, guys. <laughs> oh, here so here's my stretch out strap. And you can see it has these so I have one of these in my bedroom and one of these in my living room and the nice thing about this this comes with extensive instructions okay so it'll tell you every muscle that you're stretching I mean it's a little book and if you That's want to cool. never muscle you want to stretch it shows you how to do it and it tells you how to do it because oftentimes you go like what am I gonna do with this <laughs> but the, the instructions are very thorough wow. so this this is called the stretch out strap Okay, nice. Well, guys, I'm going to find a, um, uh, a link and, and I'll post it for you where you might be able to find the, find the stretch out. It's on Amazon. Or something. Yep. So I'll, I'll find the link and I'll put it in the description of this video on both the podcast and on the YouTube uh, channel. Because um, I think that's amazing. Usually I've only seen those in physical therapy situations. You yeah. know, um, but it's amazing that you use it because it is your physical therapy. It's, yeah. it's therapeutic. You know, it's helping your body to rejuvenate and, and increase its longevity. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> I love it. So lastly, I want to wrap up by talking about um, your motivation, right? Yes. So, you know, you've been exercising, you know, at least steadily from, not steadily, but as in, intentionally from yes. your 20s. You've always been active, you know, right. so we hit 20s, then we hit 30s, um, you know, 40s and 50s, and now you're 59, getting ready to hit the hit the 60, right? You're still young, you know, maybe just yes. now touching Exactly, the exactly, exactly. <laughs> Maybe just touching the prime of your life, you know, but let's, let's talk about motivation because a lot of people struggle with motivation. You know, some people, um, they might not be able to get up earlier in the morning, you know, and exercise. They might not be able to have the one kid on the bottle, one kid on the yeah, right, 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 right. then, you know, hit the bicycle like you were able to do like, so, or, or even now, you know, they might not be able to, or not, not that they physically lack the ability, but there might be something missing, you know, in their, their mental state that can share with them that they, they can do it. So how would you motivate someone to live an active um, lifestyle to increase their longevity and quality of life? Right, right. Well, for me, my motivation, I started putting pictures of myself from my competitions in my house in my workout room, in my bedroom, places uh -huh. I strategically walk by. Uh -huh. And as a reminder, this is who I want to be. This is who I am. Yeah. I also put affirmations. I mean, my, my, I'm the queen of affirmations. My kids, when they're in their room, if they didn't have 20 affirmations posted on their walls, <laughs> they didn't have any. You know, it's all about visualization, seeing uh -huh. it. Um, like, I love the one in, I, in my book, and I also have it on my wall. It seems impossible until it's done mm. by Nelson Mandela. Wow. You know, and, you know, and, and to me, that's huge because we, we're already we're always starting projects, you know, or trying a new trick. And then when you get the trick, you guys, God, before it was done, it seemed impossible, right? Yes. But you did it, but you did it. Um, then also... Um, I like one by Maya Angelou. It says, I am not competing with anyone other than myself. Mm -hmm. I want to be excellent at whatever I do. 
So don't compare yourself to, to Jane's fitness, to you know, Susan's fitness. This is you, mm -hmm. you're a unique individual and everyone has their own level of fitness. So to keep that in mind. And um, one last quote I like is failure isn't, isn't fatal, but failure to change might be. And that was by coach John Wooden. So to wow. me, Say that yeah. one again. I like that. Failure isn't fatal, mm -hmm. but failure to change might be. Yeah. So those are the, those are the three. And I, I put these affirmations up on the wall and then, you know, obviously finding, finding a sport because that will give you additional purpose. You know, we all wanna be healthy, but what about an additional purpose in life to inspire others, um, to, to get you in a different zone than, and get you out of the, I guess, um, the monotony of just doing the same thing over. Maybe mm -hmm. being, you know, once this pandemic is over, if you're in a team sport, that camaraderie with the team. Um, and then also just the, the mental effects it has from um, dealing with stress, worry, and, and just this chaotic world. It just, it's like an escape. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think that's beneficial. So I've been, I've just been posting some of your links. Guys, please follow Dr. Trina Wiggins. Um, you see her IG is on there, her Facebook, as well as her website. And I put the link to her book, okay? So check out Dr. Trina Wiggins. Um, she is an author. She is a fitness, existing fitness competitor, right? And then she's just freaking awesome at life. Um, <laughs> so uh, Dr. Trina, give me, give me one more wrap up, right? So for you, you being a busy mom, you mm -hmm. know, uh, a busy career woman, um, yes. what is the biggest trick or key or thing for you in maintaining the bomb, amazing, beautiful body that you have? Do something every day. I, some days I don't have as much time as other days, yeah. but I do something, even if it's 10 minutes. And if you start in the morning, you're more likely to finish. But if you don't start, you're less likely to finish. And that's yeah. why I think it's important. Once again, you know, I want to reiterate this, but it's, it's about keeping it short and simple yeah. or healthy. Key thing is sustainability. A lot of people start, stop, start, stop on this roller coaster, and then they end up in square one and got to start over again. If you do a little bit every day and do short burst, like interval training, yeah, it, it's almost like tricking the mind. When you tell the mind, you got it, you've been just got off work. It's been an eight to 10 hour day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to get my stuff, go to the gym. You know, all the equipment is full, hour at the gym. That, that's, that's a drudgery to a lot of people. Right. But if you say, okay, I'm going to get up, I still got my pajamas on because I work out of my pajamas a lot. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go run in here. I'm going to get in the mirror with my pajamas on and I'm going to turn on. The, the Casper slide and the Cupid shuffle. And when the Casper, when it says one, when it says one hop this time, I'm doing jumping jacks. I'm not just hopping. Uh -huh. When it says how low can you go? I'm on the floor doing push-ups nice. or tricep dips. Nice. Right? So you just, and everyone knows how to do those dances. Right. right? You go, yeah. you, you do the, you know, and then when the, when the Cupid shuffle, when it says now kick, now kick, I'm doing crunches, you know, alternate elbow to knee, or I'm doing boxing moves. Uh -huh. So, you just amp up the intensity, use your creativity. And that way, when I've done that, I use the extended version 
So when I'm done doing the Cupid and the Casper, that's almost 15 minutes. And that's right when I roll out of bed. I love it. Like, that's amazing. You, you've dropped so much knowledge. You've dropped some amazing gems. Um, and some of the things that really struck a tone with me were um, how not, were how to keep it simple. You know, whether it, some, some people simple, they might think, okay, I need to work out only three days a week for a whole hour. And that's simple, you know, but sometimes right. we need to break it down a little bit smaller than that, you know, do something every single day. Right. And a huge way to start your day alpha off as being successful is to start your day by doing some kind of exercise. A lot of times I'll tell my clients, get up in the morning, roll out of your bed, hit a few push-ups, sit-ups and squats, and you've already started yeah. your day successfully right Absolutely. it'll take you two minutes i'm becoming a fan of this two minute rule i've had in my head you know or something where you can slide in something short yeah. and fast and simple you yes. know to really start your day so guys always start your day with exercise with activity with movement stretch more than what you think is necessary because your yes. body will thank you later you know have a set routine for how you warm up you know do your exercise go hard do as much as you can you know if some days you can do more than others great keep that that's amazing keep going you know and then when you cool down get a long extended cool down stretch foam roll, you know, get some straps that I'll post for you later, use a tennis ball, whatever it is, right? Be active. And don't forget, like, this is probably the most important thing for me is that it doesn't matter your age. Yes. It does not matter. Dr. Trina Wiggins is 59 years old. I am 32, going on 33, and her body looks better than mine. Just going to throw that out there, right? Just, just saying. So it doesn't matter your age. It's never too late. Again, I had a 74, 75-year-old client doing jumping jacks, right? Yeah, she had knee surgery. Yeah, she had back problems. Yeah, she had all these things. But we worked our way up one step at a time, one day at a time. So I really want to motivate all of you to go, get started, do, and find that thing when you were a kid that you enjoyed to do that moved your body. Start there if you're looking for somewhere to start, right? So Dr. Trina, thank you so much again for joining us here on Nutrition and Fitness Made Simple with Coach Caleb. Um, well, guys, thanks for listening to the song of my heart for today. And don't forget, if you need help, seek it. Matthew 7 says, 7, 7 says, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. I'm here for you, for you, your health, your fitness, your motivational needs. And if you need help, just ask. Google will only get you so far. Right. <laughs> so family, I'm all out of content for the day. And again, I hope you not only enjoyed this episode, but that you can put this information into practice. Thanks for listening to Nutrition and Fitness Made Simple with me, your girl, Coach Kayla. Do me a huge favor, share this video, like it, love it, all that good stuff. And subscribe to me on uh, the podcast. It's located everywhere from um, Google to iTunes to Spotify to iHeartRadio, whatever same thing uh subscribe to me on youtube share this video and thank you so much for listening supporting and downloading nutrition and fitness made simple with me coach kayla thanks so much guys and always design your body